Once again, welcome. Greetings from Elfie's World. Yes, this is where we, well, we try to bring you a little fun, pique your interest, and maybe, maybe even give you an opportunity to learn a thing or two about history. You know, I'm really glad that you decided to join us today. I am. My name is Elfie Wolfram, and I hope you're going to enjoy this presentation. Now, today, we're presenting you another program from our collection of stories entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Now, these are you know, the true stories that I've often, maybe sometimes been over, totally overlooked or sometimes not given quite the attention that they deserve by the, well, by the gurus of history. We're going to leave it to you to decide why they've sometimes been neglected in the annals of time. Now, this program, number three in our weekly series, is entitled Climbing Mount McKinley. So, kick back, relax, ooh, and enjoy. Alaska's Mount McKinley must be the crown jewel of the northern continent. Rising to over 20,320 feet of majestic splendor, with temperatures that drop to a freezing 40 degrees below zero, this inactive volcano is the highest summit in all of North America and a much sought-after goal for mountain climbers. But who conquered it first? Who was the first person to reach its lofty peaks? Well, it all started one fateful night in the spring of 1910. A group of local miners were enjoying a few drinks at Billy McPhee's Saloon. In the middle of the ninth or tenth round of beverages, someone asked if anybody could possibly make it to the top of Mount McKinley. Well, McPhee promptly agreed to pay $500 in gold dust to the first person to reach the top. <laughs> Brimming with confidence and more than just a little whiskey, six sourdough miners decided to take up the challenge. Less than an hour later, with almost no preparation, the six arrived at the foot of Mount McKinley. <laughs> However, uh, when a rather spirited fistfight left only three, Peter Anderson, William Taylor, and Michael McGonagall, willing or <laughs> perhaps able to go forward, those three began to climb. They set out overflowing with confidence, and yet almost totally ignorant of the necessities and skills needed for climbing a mountain the magnitude of Mount McKinley. The trio did everything wrong. I mean, they didn't explore the best route. They brought no extra food, no climbing irons, and didn't even have a rope. Uh, they did, however managed to bring along a 14-foot flagpole and a flag to perch at the top of the summit to prove their success. Much later, 
Upon the return to McPhee's saloon, they told a most heroic tale about how they hacked a stairway out of the icy slopes of Carson's Ridge, waited out blizzards at the 11,000-foot mark only to find themselves almost with no food left. Undaunted, they reported how they went on, miraculously, almost instinctively, choosing the only practical route up that indomitable mountain. With only 400 feet to go to the summit, they told how McGonagall quit, too exhausted to go on. Anderson and Taylor then described their final assault, struggling onward, upward, undeterred until at last reaching the top. Then, with great bravado, they reenacted the planting of the flag atop the north peak of Mount McKinley. That was their story. And uh, did any of their friends back at McPhee's saloon believe this uh, astonishing tale? <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> no, not at all. No one believed a word of it. But then, on June 7th, 1913, an experienced climbing team led by Harry Karstens and Reverend Hudson Stuck reached the summit of the south peak of Mount McKinley. As they stood there, seemingly the first persons ever to behold this most majestic of views, uh, something caught their eye. There, over on the North Peak, waving in all of its glorious splendor, was the flag and the flagpole that Taylor and Anderson had planted some three years earlier. Now, whether or not our gallant sourdough climbers ever collected their $500 in gold dust from Billy McPhee is lost to history. But the names of Peter Taylor and William Anderson will be forever remembered as the first two individuals to climb Mount McKinley, a climbing feat that was indeed amazing and panoramically True. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been program number three entitled Climbing Mount McKinley in our weekly series of Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Now, each week we will be presenting for your entertainment and edification a brand new audio story from our collection of amazing but true tales from history. Some of these stories come from our book entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More. Now, as a listener to this program, 
you are entitled to purchase autographed copies of our original book, Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More, at half the publisher's price of $13.95, or a mere $7 per book. And that includes shipping and handling. For more information, merely go to elfiesworld.com. That's A-L-F-Y-S-W-O-R-L-D, elfiesworld.com, and click on Elfie the Writer for more information. And now, I would like to thank the following for helping to make this program possible. First, Garrett Wolfram, our technical producer and supervisor. The late Irene Wolfram, principal editor and provider of Sage Council. Expert publishing for their help in editing and publishing our book. Lucas Ganza Anna Waltz for the Parlor Guitar Magic Set. Hoyne Tomish for the piano introduction. Dee Demizic for breakfast piano jingle. Piotr, one, two, and three for jazz piano introduction. And finally, the thousands of readers who have supported our efforts from the beginning. Now, if you would like to hear previously broadcast episodes of Elfie's Amazing But True Tales, please go to elfiesworld.com. That's A-L-F-Y-S-W-O-R-L-D, elfiesworld.com. Click on Elfie the Podcast and then select the desired program by name and number. Once again, thank you so very much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. We hope you will be with us again next week for another exciting adventure of Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. And until next time, remember, not only can the reading and studying of history be fun and exciting, but also, by studying the past, we can sometimes get an insight into our future. (laughs) This has been Elfie Wolfram, reminding you to stay well and stay safe.